Welcome back or welcome to the Single Track Podcast. I'm your host, Finn Melanson, and in this episode, we are talking with Adam Mary, a professional trail runner for Saucony based in Boulder, Colorado, preparing for the 2022 UTMB CCC. Before we get started, though, this episode is brought to you by Gnarly Nutrition. Gnarly is a sports nutrition company based here in my hometown of Salt Lake City, Utah. I use their tropical orange-flavored Fuel 2.0 drink mix on workout days and long runs, and I use their chocolate-flavored plant protein powder in my post-run recovery shakes, as well as mixed into my oatmeal at breakfast on most days. If you're interested in trying Gnarly or you're already a customer and you want a good deal for being a single-track listener, use code SINGLETRACK20 to get 20% off your next order at checkout on their website. Adam Mary, it is great to have you back to the Single Track Podcast. What's up, Finn? Thanks for having me back, man. I'm stoked. So last time we talked, it was sometime in January or February. It was just after Bandera. Mm-hmm. You certainly could have continued on in that golden ticket quest at Black Canyon or the Canyons 100K, but you had this original plan, this original vision, and you stuck with it. And I'm curious, and it's it's CCC, right? So I'm curious, can you talk about um, yeah. what went into your decision-making process to again, yeah, just to keep a focus on a race that's like eight months off in the distance at that time. Yeah, well, um, as I'm sure like a lot of people could probably relate to, it was uh, very alluring to want to jump into another golden ticket race for sure. I'd be lying if I said I didn't like really consider it. Um, And I was actually signed up for Canyons as well. So like I I very well could have done it. Um, It was kind of as a backup. Um, But you know, as with everything in life, you know, I like talk to a few different people in my life that, um, you know, like I trust and, um, continue that chase for, uh, basically like wanting getting into that, like chasing it, chasing it, chasing it mentality Mm -hmm. and burning myself out on the circuit because I had run, um, those races last year as well. And so, like I was signed up for CCC. I was super excited. Uh, I had a, a little more ambitious calendar put together for myself this summer, but we ended up moving actually older. So that kind of like nixed a couple of races along the way, but, uh, but I still got a chance to race some fun races and uh, I came out here very early for CCC to prep. And so uh, that's been really awesome. One of the, there's a couple trends that I'm noticing among elite, elite athletes like yourself. One, especially this summer has been the early voyage over to Chamonix. It's not just a handful. Yeah. It's like almost every elite athlete, it seems on the circuit is making that investment, but also uh, people just seem to be picking their race calendars more strategically and really going all in on particular races. And I think as a fan of the sport and somebody that wants to see performances pushed to the limit, it, I think it's super cool. So what you're doing, I think is, is good for the sport even if it means we see you race less at marquee races, um, when you get to peak for a race like CCC, I think it's super cool. It's um, going to be fun. What makes, so what makes, yeah, what makes CCC interesting and I guess just generally special to you? Like, like why this race, why not OCC or UTMB? I know you've done mm-hmm. OCC in the past, but like why this race this year? Yeah. Well, so a uh, couple reasons, like I kind of, uh, to uh this part of europe before uh before last year when i raced occ and man, i just got super like hooked and bit by the bug it's a really special um week you know uh the utmb week it's insane i mean you know what it's like you've been here before you've raced out here 
it's just like a kind of like the world cup type of vibe for our sport. Um, it makes Western as much as I want to race in love Western States. It makes it like this tiny little backyard race. <laughs> it's so big and, and really fun. People are so passionate about it. So, um, yeah, like that is a draw. Obviously the trails here are amazing and the kind of aesthetic nature of the, you know, partial loop, then CCC is a little bit longer and UTMB is the full circumnav of, of Mont Blanc is like, I don't know, appeals to me in that way. And, um, and obviously the competition is like, it's, it's kind of the de facto like championship race of the year. So, um, and to be honest, like I've had some really good 50 mile races and I've yet to do a hundred miler. And so, I'm so, I'm trying to crack that 100k nut, and so CCC is like appealing to me um, for that reason as well. We could talk forever, I think, about what you've done from a training standpoint and X's and O's standpoint over the last seven to eight months. But let's zero in on your decision to head over to Chamonix. I think it's what five or six weeks early. So what went into mm -hmm. that decision? What makes you think it's that important to uh, do all that course recon and to spend time out there well ahead? Yeah, I mean, it was because of how um, I felt last year. I only came out like eight days before the race last year. And um, the trails here are just quite different than um, what you can find in Colorado. And um, so I felt like it'd be really valuable out here. I had the kind of schedule flexibility that I could come out here that early. And I'd been able to put like really big training block before I left Boulder uh, in and then put a solid like couple weeks of training and out here a few weeks of training. And um, I think, it, you know, you just see yourself improve like so rapidly when you get here, like kind of physically acclimatizing to these trails because they are very different. And uh, mm. I think it, I, I'm hoping it's going to pay off. Mm. I actually have one X's and O's question for you. I, I find that it's fun to go through the Strava files of all these athletes that are at the top of the sport racing UTMB and CCC. And I love like trying to gather percentages around how much of that race you're spending running and jogging versus hiking. I'm curious, mm. given that this race just seems to be getting faster every single year, the times are getting faster. Are you prioritizing one or the other in training? Like, do you find that you're mm. going to need to be running even on the uphills, the vast majority of this race, or are you getting these hiking legs ready as well? I'm definitely getting my hiking legs ready for sure. But no, it's funny, man. Like being able to have been out here early, like I've been able to do a workout on like, you know, that final climb of CCC, um, up, you know, cold in Montet. Um, and like, I've done a workout, I've done it easy. I've hiked the whole thing. And so I've seen like kind of the split differences and, um, it's a lot tighter than you would think. Like, you know, going full send up, it is faster for sure, but like, it's not that much faster than if you're getting, you got a good power hike going. And so, Definitely, like, I've been practicing on some of my longer runs, like, power, just power hiking, like, basically all the climbs, and I'm still able to go sub eight minute gap. And so it's like, if you can do that all day, like, you're going to be in a good spot. <laughs> That's, that is super impressive. Um, cool. Well, last question I have for you on the training front, you've been in the sport long enough, I think, to get a sense of whether you're peaking for a race and, and feeling, you know, truly fit and mentally ready. Uh, how do you feel about two weeks out from this race compared to other races that you have been really focusing on in months and years past? Mm. Uh, <laughs> well, it's part of the fun Finn. you know, it's like, I think I'm in the best shape of my life. And so I don't know how it's going to go, you know, but I, I definitely very fit. And, um, I've been lucky, like this whole training block, I've been healthy 
Um, I'm like knocking on wood over here very quietly, but still have not gotten COVID yet. I'm like really hoping to not get COVID. I think that's the only thing that could really mess it up for me here in the last minute. But no, if I can just stay healthy, like I feel very fit. I'm, you know, used to the course out here. I know it. And um, yeah, I feel like in good shape, hoping to compete. That's awesome. I actually just randomly read an article. I think it was in the New York Times a couple of days ago that said, if you haven't gotten COVID by this point, you have some sort of like uh, genetic superpower that gives you forever <laughs> immunity. So I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe so. you're, you're just truly immune. <laughs> uh, I hope so. It's uh, impressive though. Well, man, it's, it's always good to chat. Last question. I know you're, you're a Saucony athlete. Uh, yep. Tell us about the shoes you're wearing on race day. Oh man, dude, I actually just posted about this on Instagram today. I actually can't decide between the edge and the Exodus ultra because the Exodus ultra is like so comfortable inspiring, you know, these trails, like there's some kind of techie sections, like you, it's, you got to focus the whole time or you roll your ankle. And so ultra for the all day comfort, but the edge is definitely lighter. It's faster, but it's just a little less. Uh, the, the upper is like more minimalist. And so it's a little less kind of supportive. And so I don't know, man, I, I think I'm leaning toward the Exodus Ultra, to be honest, even though it's a little bit heavier, because I just feel like for all day comfort, like that's going to be the move. Cool. Well, we will link to all of your social media in the show notes. Anything else that you want to leave the audience with before we go? I don't think so, man. Just uh, want to say thank you to you for all doing for the sport. And uh, yeah, thanks to everyone for listening. And uh, yeah, I hope it's a good show uh, at the end of August. Awesome. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Finn.